Hey guys, welcome to episode 23 of Simple Ken. Yes, I am in Bangalore. been a while and i took a break because it was christmas and i came to bangalore i also flew to bombay to uh, do a couple of um writing stuff so yeah it's uh, been quite a hectic month but uh, i got a lot of comments saying that can you have to do one last episode before the year ends man of course man <laughs> 2020 is ending it's cool because um i started this long recording of me talking in in february 2020 thinking 2020 is going to be a year of new things and promises and experiments and damn who knew this would turn into a pandemic podcast so i uh, i'm really happy the year is getting over and i'm recording this on uh, 28th and uh, 31st december is my birthday yow turning 30 it's a big day um i'm very relieved of how i'm reacting to it for the longest time i, I had a big problem turning older but now i'm like uh, bring it on bros bring it on and i feel very calm and i feel very prepared <laughs> please nothing bad happen but um yeah it feels great to turn 30 oh, man i can't believe it. i was i remember turning 21 i don't remember turning 20 but i remember turning 21 Man, it's nine years ago. Oof! <sighs> nice eagle and all is flying around. Yes, I will be very distracted in this episode. It's my favorite place. It's my home. So, it's um. I'm really excited because on this camera is on a tripod that I bought. My dad actually bought for me when I was in the eleventh or twelfth, and I've shot so many videos on this tripod. Unfortunately, part of it broke, ironically during Simple Game shoot. But I still have it, man. So. I get very happy to see that things that I had during the beginning of all of this is still there with me. It's very uh, calming. So let's get to the questions. Um this is not a question, this is just like an observation by a listener. All uh, the questions today are from Instagram, Simple Can Podcast Instagram. Um because I th- I found the YouTube questions to be very long. I read all of them and most of them were like very sweet comments. I think there were very few questions. I think the Instagram has become very sorted like only questions come there. And because of that, I noticed this comment which said, "Factionally yours, it's like a library of questions, seriously. Glance through this page and you'll see it for yourself. People from different parts of the world asking the most unique questions with a customized touch of their own." Each one is going through their own dilemma or has an experience to share. Everyone is in search for an answer for something or the other. People who study the human mind and how it works might get so much out of here. What a wonderful platform you have thrown open to all of us. Yeah, I mean um I've also noticed that's what started happening in the comment section where I think most of you are just venting, which is great and like huge like seven paragraph questions and 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 you guys are responding to them and being like yeah i also feel the same shit man so it's great i think it's it's um become its own thing and that's awesome that people can help each other i saw another comment that said 
I think the listeners of Simple Can would all get along. Dude, that happens with my shows also. Uh, there are countless stories of people who have come to my shows and have met the person they would date. Yeah, you're welcome. But uh, I know Simple Can audience is uh, a niche above that. Where um, Also, I don't know if it's truly reflective of the human mind because um, you need to remind yourself that people who write down a comment or write down a question are being extremely open and that's a very small majority uh, minority of the audience most people don't comment most people don't share so much so i'm not saying it's a good or bad thing it's just a very rare thing so i applaud the people who are sharing and me not noticing a comment means nothing it's just maybe i found it too overwhelming or i felt that you just needed to write it out and get get clarity so thank you fashionly yours um there's a kitten here who's just staring at me. Again, uh, these cats uh, have been adopted by my dad, but these guys do not find it comfortable to be around me, but it's okay. Um, Soumya Mishra says, Hey, Kenny, big fan. I'm in school and I hate it. <laughs> Everything is online now, so that's a relief, but it's going to open. Just for the background, I hate school because I study in an ICSE all-girls Catholic school. Holy shizniz. Oh man, not only it's a girls' school, it's a Catholic school. Oof. The level of strictness is going to be godlike. There's a lot of jealousy and fights, which are normal, fair. Not many people here support you for doing your thing, okay? Also, what are your thoughts on all girls and all boys' schools? How does that make a difference in the personality development of an individual compared to co-education schools? I think in all girls, <laughs> you've given your opinion also. I think in all girls and all boys is a completely foolish concept. Can't do anything about it because I'm in class 11th and I have to complete schooling. I, I, I completely agree. It's, it's insane and it's not natural. Men and women should be around each other. And this segregation thing is so backward. And um, even in colleges, I've done fests where the girls and the boys are separated. I'm like, are you guys insane? In India, there's no... Um, I think Tanmay has a joke about this. That um, in India, when you're born, they never cut your umbilical cord because cord you're still connected to your parents. Like even teachers pretend to be your parents, which is a gross violation of boundaries. Like who are... I mean, I can keep saying this, nothing's going to change, but I find it biz- <laughs> insane that professors and principals of colleges behave like your parents. Like, they don't treat you like adults. They treat you like children. So, it's crazy when... Um, yeah, so I completely agree. And also, this is the age when you feel things, you're maturing, you get frustrated that you don't have an out- outlet. And um, I think it's a normal phase when you get obsessed with the opposite gender or whatever gender you're attracted to. And if you don't go through that, you're just delaying it. So, I don't know, once you finish school, you're going to college and that becomes your main focus. But if you're in school, you can just let out your system. Like, you know, you think she's cute. You like her. You have a crush on her. You get over it. By the time you're in college, you're more realistic and not obsessive. So, yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think will happen if you keep delaying normal things like male-female attraction, male-female interaction? Maybe this... It's not even attraction, like guys and girls just have to be around each other to learn how to understand each other and not become a taboo for each other. So, yeah, man, Samia, I'm so glad, you know, no matter how much I 
crib about Kendra Vidyalaya. At least it's not, it's not like a all boys and all girls school. That would have been just like the final nail in the coffin. You have to go through that shit, Swami. And I know that there's, there's this college in Bangalore, Carmel's, not college school, no. Carmel's has a school also, and there's Joseph's school, and they're quite next to each other. So, if they want to see boys or they want to see girls, they just go to the 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 coffee day. That's in between the two colleges, the schools, and they just mingle there. So I'm like, you can't control your children forever. Just you know, parent them. You don't have to control them. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna wait till I have kids <laughs> and see how to deal with this. But yeah, man, you can't delay normal growth. <laughs> you can't. You can't just. I feel bad for people who have not dated. And they finally, they're like single till 28, 29, 30. And they don't have the luxury and the privilege and the amazing opportunity to date people and figure out what they want. Because everyone wants different things and no one's right and no one's wrong. And you never get to find it out. And you, unfortunately, if you're in, in India, you get pushed into a marriage. And that marriage ends, you know. So it's not like I'm against marriage. I think marriage is a beautiful thing and you should get into it with someone you truly connect with so it's so funny how the things they're trying to protect is what gets ruined like they don't want by they I mean like parents or colleges or whatever they don't want kids to mingle so they don't ruin their relationships and eventually don't get married but how will you get married if you never find the person by dating them so Romel Joseph says I do have a question but a quick comment first when you spoke in one of the episodes about the fact that this is a great time for content on the internet right now. I was watching that episode with a friend who was in fact exploring your content for the first time and those were the exact words I used while recommending your channel. And now she's hooked. Oh, thank you, Romel. Also, you were the first ever YouTube channel I subscribed to. Cray! Good choice, man. Question for any comedian. Their writing would be heavily, if not exclusively, be influenced by their experiences. The classic example in your case being middle class restaurant problems. Damn son, you made me deja vu to the time I cracked up the same way five years ago when I watched it. <laughs> I like how we write. How has comedians become more and more successful? This standard of living experiences are bound to change. To some minor extent at least. What are the things you do or have started doing to help you continue to be in tune with the relatable by your audience side of everyday observations? Like not being a middle class anymore, but still being able to write jokes prevail into today's middle class. As an example, love you, brother. Great question. Great question. Common misconception that jokes can only be rel relatable and like literally relatable, right? That um, also not every comedian becomes successful and they make millions of dollars that they lose touch with reality. You're just watching YouTube stand-up comedy is not stand-up comedy in India. There are amazing comics, amazing open micers, rooms where they have never put a YouTube video, so you don't know they exist. Um, stand-up is not what you see on YouTube in India. Like, go to an open mic and see the scene. Um, there are a lot of lovely peeps that have not been seen by the general public because, you know, you it's he's more convenient to see it on YouTube. Um, and very few have made a career out of this and touch wood it's lasted so far it won't last for long so you know things change uh, laws change <laughs> so 
But yeah, so I think the classic example was if you see Ellen DeGeneres stand up, her entire stand up was that she's rich and she doesn't get it. Everyone's problems, and it was hilarious. Seinfeld has the same thing where none of his stuff is about being relative. Dave Chappelle has did a joke about losing millions of dollars. Um, Chris Rock did a joke about losing millions of dollars in a divorce. None of that is relatable, but it's still funny. It's a big misconception that to be funny, you have to be relatable to the everyday person. By that logic, no fantasy movie should work, right? Because you not relate. You don't find anything relatable with um, a guy who can fly a dragon or a guy who whips a wand and kills a dark lord. But we do. So it's a concept of writing. Characteristics have to be relatable, not the little subject. So no, there is no. Like, I'm still middle class, by the way, like, even though, and I was making money before comedy. So when I made that video, it's not like I was peak middle class. I was wearing a blazer and um, I had like the best guitar. That's not middle class behavior at all. So, but you can never forget your upbringing, right? So even if 10, 15 years from now, it's still who I am. And these are wonderful memories. And um, my parents are never going to change. And (laughs) so... Yeah, so it's it's the... My point is that when I made that video, I was in middle class and you found it funny. So even the jokes I make now are... I try to make the core concept relatable, which is what you guys like. So, I mean, a, an exaggerated example could be... I could have a story about dating a supermodel, but write it in such a way that you would find it relatable because you have obviously fallen in love with someone. So... Cool question there, Romel. Writer's Closet says, Amazing podcast. Whenever I see one of these Simplekin videos, I really go in deep thoughts on things you just talked about. Also notice that you have a bit mucosal congestion in your nose and throat. If it is so, hope you get well soon. Just a thanks giving comment. It's very creepy. I actually have a dust allergy. So whenever there's um, dust mites and dust... I get it, but I get all these creepy comments like, Kenny, I saw a video today and I noticed you're tired. Take rest. Kenny saw that you look sad. You look sad in this video. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, guys. Uh, I think people are used to seeing well-produced content, uh, high-budget content, where there's always a makeup person and there's a schedule, there's a director. This is all me, right? So I just took a shower comb my hair, put a t-shirt and I'm recording. So obviously I'm not going to look fresh. And, or what is your idea of me happy all the time? So I find it hilarious how people, I think are trying to connect with me. So they try to say something very personal like, this video I noticed you are not your usual self. Whatever's bothering you, take care. I think just take care is enough. This this creepy thing is very, if I said that to you, it'll be very weird. No, like, hey, just noticed that um, you know what yourself maybe uh, you need to get back to what makes you happy again like dude you don't know me creep so thank you writer's closet for creeping me out just call me Dave hey Kenny I'm a 21 year old from Bangalore noise I'm a huge fan of Indian stand up especially View and Kanan thank you I would have been one of the earliest viewers of Indian English stand up comics among my peers and I feel like I grew up with the stand-up culture in India. That is so nice to know. 
Talking about it and sharing the journey of various comics amongst my friends has made me feel like I've been part of a revolution in Indian entertainment and feel like I contributed in a tiny way. Yes, you did. Thank you for all the different perspectives you guys bring and helping see the world through different lenses. Oh, watching Simple Ken has become my new favorite way of interacting with social media. It has gotten rid of the negativity and I still get to enjoy and understand other people's opinions through a medium that's equally as entertaining and and as perceptive. I think it's not just a long recording of you talking but also feels like a very positive blog Reddit page. Hey guys, you want to start a Reddit page on Simple Ken, please do. In a weird way as viewers of the series, we have become close without knowing about each other's existence. Yeah, I can feel that. It's really cool. Personally, I empathize and connect with most of the comments that have been shared. That's also why I pick these questions cuz I try to pick something that will be relatable to everyone. The long recordings feel more real and honest because unlike most other podcasts which are between famous people <laughs> talking about how to conquer the world for a change someone is talking about the little simple things of life. Yeah. That's true. Nothing against those podcasts. I love watching two famous people talk to each other. You learn something from everyone. It has been a great counter to the lockdown and an even better conversation starter. Thank you for the mostly one-sided conversation I look forward to every time I sip my cup of chai. Lots of love Rahul Dev. What a sweet heart. Thank you Rahul. Thank you for such a sweet 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 fellow you sweet chap. What a smile to my face. Ayyo. Yeah. It's nice. I don't know why I'm getting emotional but it's true. It's brought me very close to you guys as well. Um it is a one-sided conversation but it's so freeing man to not have the facade of being like uh oh, funny funny jokes jokes and i mean it was my idea to do this i mean to do stand up comedy and jokes but um it becomes weird when your job becomes your personality it's nice that uh, i can show this side as well and it's been received so well anyway so miss swatika krishna says hey kenny thank you for all the long recordings of you talking kept me seen through this whole week one question i have is that you seem to have a metaphorical assessment for all questions or topics which makes it very clear and interesting like a different perspective how are you able to compare situations in the form of metaphors is it solely through experience or is it a conscious thing it makes you like a cool professor who can co- explain complex concepts in a simple way that's a nice question you know um i kind of this is kind of how my dad talks to me i mean my dad uses a lot of metaphors and it just makes everything so much simpler and um i think my dad always from a young age forced me to answer the questions i ask myself just by giving it a minute <laughs> so um and i think using a metaphor and personifying things are how i understand the world which also ends up in my stand up right i think when you break down things into visual situations it's also a memory hack right where nobody you can't memorize stuff but you can remember visual scenes so for example if you have to remember that in 1887 king julian um conquered the red castle okay and you you have to remember this so a simple memory hack is it's 1887 um 
I'm not going to remember 18 cuz it sounds like a long time ago. So 87. So I'm going to see an 87-year-old king and Julian for example from Madagascar. Imagine an old king Julian and he's wearing a crown. So it's old 87-year-old king Julian. And he looks at his hand, his hand is red. He looks up and there's a wall which is red. He looks up and there's a red castle. So 1887 King Julian captured the red castle. So that's a visual because your brain is dedicated for visual information. So metaphors are also very helpful in explaining a very complex topic. I remember I think I brought this up before. The best metaphor ever was for fusion and our teacher said to remember fusion and fission um that when you take globules of laddu and you squeeze them together some globules escape that's energy so fusion energy is taken out and fission energy is absorbed such a beautiful metaphor dude laddu i love forget it so it was nice to um uh use metaphors and it helps but you know you have to be careful cuz <laughs> i went to this bank i went to state bank of india and just the worst just the worst service and they were not letting me withdraw my own money for a payment they said i have to go to the home branch and i'm like wait so if i was in a different city i wouldn't be able to do this he's like yeah you can't do this that's but it's my money and i'm here and he said see this is not home branch let me give you an example in your house you can do anything you want right but your neighbor's house you can't i'm like what a is he does he think i'm mentally insane so sometimes metaphors seem like you're talking down to people but you know people can read your intention and that fellow was just a piece of shit anyway i'll i'll end this episode on uh, state bank of india manager being a piece of shit but there was another state bank of india manager who was lovely that's the problem with that bank is just the service is so different from branch to branch and there's no other industry which is like that like it's like if i went to kfc one day and an <laughs> kfc and i went to another kfc and they were like hey by the way you can there's no chicken in this kfc and you can't have have any chicken i'm like what is going on no consistency anyway guys uh, that brings me to the end of this 23rd episode of simple can i'm going to be 30 in a couple of days and uh, i'm very excited not plan anything though because of covid and i'm with my parents so got to be careful but um I was planning to do like a like you know like a costume based party but that didn't happen. Uh and I was like man <laughs> I've never had a costume party for my birthday so I'm going to do it once covid is done uh which is in 17 years but um yeah guys please don't forget to wish me on my birthday. Uh you can wish me on this video and on Instagram you can send me your questions lovely questions this week as well you guys are just acing it and thank you for being such a non toxic and sweet and loving community and please if you notice some idiot in the comment section or in our family just doing shit just kick them out i know we are supposed to be inclusive but let's be a little danger once in a while hope you have a lovely new year <laughs> i really hope 2021 is a good year and um, Yeah guys you can listen to this on Google podcast or Apple podcast is already on your phone so it's super easy um audio listeners shout out to you you'll probably listen to this uh before the video comes out so yeah guys i think i'm just extending the ending uh 
it's going to be it's tea time soon i need to go have my chai thank you so much for listening guys hope you had a wonderful week and month ahead i'll be i'll be there for you guys in the next episode looking forward to your questions tata bye bye it's time for simple it's time for simple